You are not one of mine. You're a human. Flight Captain Apollo from the Battlestar Galactica. The Galactica is a vessel of war. I have no use for war. Violence in any form. You have a strange way of showing it. What do you call that monstrosity on the mountain? A weapon of peace? It is an energy lens system designed to transmit intelligence across the galaxy. Your energy lens system has fried two of my fighters. Hi, everyone. This is Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. I'm Jason. I'm Red. And this week we have another special guest, Rob, with us. Although at this point, I'm not sure he's a he's a guest host anymore. I think he's just he's kind always of a random host. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, he is special. Yeah, I was going to say I think I've moved on to like uh, uh, recurring or uh, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Random rogue guest yeah. that just kind of pops by every once in a while. Well, I never wear a red shirt, by the way. So oh, that's I like true. a cold sore. I wore my red socks to work. Uh, you're this die. week, uh, we're going to discuss original Battlestar Galactica Season 1, Episodes 8 and, 8 and 9, The Gun on Ice Planet Zero. Uh, but first, uh, let's go over some uh, sci-fi news. Rob, you're I got the guest. Some. What yeah. do you got this week? Well, how would, you like to op- how would you like to own a piece of sci-fi history? You now have the opportunity to bid on set pieces from popular sci-fi TV shows like 12 Monkeys, Warehouse 13, Eureka, and Dominion. If you act now, you can win Claudia Donovan's electronic handcuffs from Warehouse 13, Eureka's Fury, I'm sorry, Furry's Bereavement Lab Sign, or Mantis's Bone Knife Holster from 12 Monkeys. None of that's your cup of tea, you say? Don't fret. We have decided to also throw in set pieces from not, none other than the reimagined series of Battlestar Galactica. You can now own a 29-foot-long Cylon Raider piloted, piloted by nine... Feet. Yes, and it was piloted by none other than Kara, Starbuck Thrace herself. Oh. This beauty can be all yours for a starting bid of $6,000. Act now because this offer closes on November 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific oh, that time. going to crack 50. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, it's going to go well above the, what, $6,000 that they're asking for? It's got oh, one bid on it right now uh, for, hold on. I've got it pulled up. It has one bid right now for a whop-in. Uh, of course, it went to the next page. 6,001 penny. Yeah, no, <laughs> 5,500. Really? Man, I would have I would have thought that there were there would be well, I mean 29 foot prop and then yeah. you've got to and then you've got to, you know, you, ship that thing to you whatever. You got to pay for so. shipping. Yeah. Yeah, that might yeah, be well, a little hard buys to store. It, <clears throat> you know there's going to be some self-pleasuring in whoever buys that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's 29 feet long, 4 foot 8 inches tall, and 18 feet 6 inches wide. Damn. And it's got a reclining seat. It's, it, it's the uh, it's the full-on prop, you know, when uh, Thrace yeah, uh, started yeah. piling in. and uh, got to lay on your stomach. Yeah, she yeah. crawled up into crawled it. Crawled all, all up in there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the full size thing. It's and a, that was the one that was sitting beast. in the on the, the hangar flight deck yep. for yep. yeah, they were modifying it. Yeah. Yeah. Well that Still is got, too cool. What else you got? Yeah. 
That is about it. I mean, the, the other stuff that they've got is like, you know, uh, like Pegasus Engine Specs Volume 8, which is there's absolutely nothing in it. It's just a just a prop, you know. But mm-hmm. uh, let's see, uh, Gata's Oxygen Mask, um, a couple, uh, well, quite a few number of the, uh, it just looks like a print, yeah, it's a print of the painting of a painting depicting the first Cylon War. Cool. Um, and uh, when does the auction end? It ends in six days. It looks like it ends on so the sixteenth. Uh, the sixteenth at ten a.m. Pacific. Um, <laughs> you know, and I'm a little, I'm a little leery on uh, how accurate these current bids are because everything seems to be twenty five dollars under. The asking bid. Right, right. I mean, every single piece. Everything is, you know, oh, this is going for 50 so the current bid is $25. Yeah, that seems a little odd. It, it does. Uh, but apparently this is, I think they said this was for, like, uh, charity or something uh, like that. So, so maybe it's sci-fi... They're planning on donating that at least that much money, and maybe, and hopefully, actually, m- more people will actually bid on the auction, and the, and the donation will go higher. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, yeah, it doesn't say specifically charity on here, but it kind of seems that way. Oh, uh, well, um, maybe it's they're going, just looking for cash too. Yeah, well, it's going through screening bid. I mean, they they dot com. They probably have another Sharknado to make, so uh, you know. I wouldn't believe the uh, trailers that they've been showing, you know, for what Sharknado 18 or whatever it is, where <laughs> they say it's the final showdown or something. Oh, like, they're yeah, saying this one is the final one. Yeah, yeah, I don't believe Banish it. Banish the thought. Yes. So, um, you know, Red's been kind of silent lately. Is he uh, pleasuring himself? No, always. Name? I'm, I'm doing math. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying to see if he can word it. I've I've math done. <laughs> what do you got this week, Red? Well, first they're giving away uh, Star Trek Discovery season one, and in a, a a giveaway, they're giving it away. They're giving it away like on DVD and Blu-ray, or yeah, yeah. They got it. You got to build answer trivia, oh. and you get season one if they pick a few. Oh, yeah. You gotta know who's captain of the Shinzo. No, have no idea. And then you know that. And then I do math. I have figured out speed of Epstein Drive in expanse. Oh, really? Nice. I have. And what is is the speed of the Epstein Drive? Do do you want to know? Yes, I do. Acceleration is defined as the rate of change in velocity. So for a plot of velocity versus time, just the velocity in one direction, the slope of the line will be with the acceleration. From the graph that I've just drawn out on a napkin, I can see two things. First, the speed increases at a linear rate, as you would expect from a constant acceleration. Yes, the acceleration does indeed change in the first (laughs) shot, but not by much, just 3.12 to 3.18. Second, the slope of the line gives an acceleration of 83.517 milliseconds squared. 
assuming the M is, oh, pardon me, the M would have to be meters. <laughs> I did the small case M. <laughs> Just for comparison, an acceleration of 3.15 Gs would be 30.87 meters per second squared. Wow, you did that okay. all by yourself? A napkin. <laughs> A napkin. It's uh. good. Formula is V lowercase f equals V lowercase i plus A delta T all together. <laughs> then you use realist re- relative relative the the, the the Einstein thing definition of momentum, <laughs> which is God. P equals little m and little v over the square root of one minus velocity squared over light squared. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it that's what it is. Or you can go to, um, <clears throat> you know, Wired.com and look at the article, you know, by Rhett Allen or Elaine. Rhett no, Allen. who wants to do that? I, I like your napkin thing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> That's a big napkin. <laughs> well. No, little numbers. <laughs> <laughs> now, it gets even worse. Did you take in consideration that uh, uh, food stain? No equation. That's not food. No, God, it's God. stain, but it's not food. Oh, no, but God. bottom line, there's some really cool numbers here. They've got a nice graphic. It's, it's. I can even get my head around this the way it explains the math. But the spacecraft's moving, basically, the way it comes down to it gets real fast. Can you imagine something moving at 25 million meters per second? Oh yeah, that's that's really fast. That is freaking quick, dude. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, what, 25,000 kilometers per second? Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty quick. That'll get you to the post office and back. All right, what else you got this week? That's it. I saw that they're putting out that lousy show on, uh, they're going to give it away before they sell it. And uh, then I came across that math thing, and I just... Thought it was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool. And the Expanse is a really cool series. So I figured you'd like it because of that. I haven't seen any of the episodes. Oh, man. You'll um, love it. You've seen it, right, Jason? Oh, yeah. 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 I'm caught up. I like the fact that they've actually got physics in this, and it makes it even more interesting to me to want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, like like I've said before, The Expanse is a show that, that really sticks to the physics. I mean... Well, except Not for the pew entirely. Pew. <laughs> yeah. You still have sound in... Well, no. The first season, they didn't have sound in space. Well, uh, and they really... And it freaked everybody out. Yeah, they really don't do a lot of sound in space. I mean, they kind of no. do a little rumble whenever a ship goes by, but I, stuff like that, I can I can overlook. I mean, it, it is an aesthetic thing, and... Yeah. But... Well, and they, it was freaking audience members out when there was nothing there. Right, so they right. had to add it. I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's weird to see, especially like on uh, 2001 when they did No Sound in Space. It's it's just, it's different. It's weird. It, it doesn't seem right, but it's accurate. But in The Expanse, whenever they do need to simulate something like Sound in Space or, well, there's there's one part, and I'm not giving any anything away, but there's two people that are out in the vacuum of space in spacesuits doing a spacewalk and they need to talk to each other, but they have oh, their yeah, communications yeah. turned off. 
So what yeah, they, they do is they put helmets. their helmets together yeah. and they're able to communicate because of the vibration from the air inside their helmet and then that transfers to the other helmet. So, I mean, the the, the science in, in The Expanse is, is they, they do a really good job of portraying that. Now, it's not yeah, totally it's, 100% accurate, but, you know, there's going to be some artistic license because it is a show and it needs to be entertaining. Yeah. I included and a link to real. the article. It's, it's just like that in the... Uh, in the books themselves. If you want to throw that up on our website, one of you gentlemen, yes. I've included a link to the article there. Yes, I will get that put up on the on the website for the show. So, um, well, I didn't. I want a do... picture of the napkin. <laughs> right. I didn't. <laughs> I'll do... start the bidding at about six thousand dollars. Yeah, just enough to get that Cylon Raider. <laughs> just there might be a connection, maybe. <laughs> I didn't do any dramatic. I didn't do any dramatic reading, recording, or anything like that, like uh, preparation, like you guys. So, but I'll, I do have a couple of things. So, uh, oh, Tom sorry. Hiddleston is uh, set to reprise his role as Loki mm-hmm. in uh, a series that's going to be on Disney's streaming typecast. Typecast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Disney streaming platform is apparently not going to be Hulu, like I predicted several weeks ago. Um, it nope. is going to be called Disney Plus. It's going to be a, a separate platform. So I'm not sure what they're going to do with their 60% share of Hulu, if they're going to keep that around or not. But um, And they're also throwing up a, a Rogue One prequel series up on their new Disney Plus platform. Oh, yep. fun. With Cassian, the yep. actor that played Cassian. Yeah. Yep. That that's got my ears perked up. Yeah, um, I mean it's another subscription service, so. Um, but yeah, actual <laughs> live action Star Wars. Yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal. We'll just wait for you to get it and then uh, come over to your house. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> wait for it to come out on the beta tape. <sighs> the beta, yeah. Gonna Still wait have for that the old beta. beta player. Yeah, I think this streaming business Laser is just disc. a fad. Laser disc. It's a fad. It's it's going to be coming out on the beta. Yeah. And so my final news story is um, kind of science fiction-y, kind of. Um, it's, it's more actual science, though. So there's a paper that came out of Harvard that makes the case for the, uh, the asteroid, uh, and I'm going to butcher this name, Oumuamua. Uh, being an alien spacecraft. So if you guys remember several months ago, um, several months ago, there was an asteroid. It was an interstellar asteroid. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Was it that one look like a baton? It uh, looks like a dick, yes. Yeah. Looks like okay. a space penis. So we, uh, we just <laughs> did a, a nice little Rorschach test here. Um, apparently, uh, Red wants to be part of the color guard and uh, Widow fantasizes about penises. All the time. So, <laughs> so Oumuamua is Look like a billy club. Is an asteroid, an interstellar asteroid, and what they think the because all they saw in was a dot turd. in the sky, uh, a bright light in the sky. Uh, it was too far away to get uh, any actual shape or or size, but they can infer size by tra- trajectory, the relative brightness, uh, things like that, and so they think it's an elongated. Uh, you want me to? You want me to do math? I have another napkin. 
No. Yeah, get 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 no. your napkin ready and get ready to do the math. So they think it's an elongated asteroid uh, that kind of uh, tumbles end over end. And the interesting thing about this was as it was approaching uh, the sun, uh, the the speeds weren't quite lining up with what they what they were predicting based off of what they saw uh, when they were looking through their telescopes. Um, because they didn't see any, they thought it was a comet at first, but they didn't see any uh, halo around it from like dust and gas being blown out. Now, the the Harvard paper makes the case that instead of a, a cigar-shaped rock tumbling through space, that it's actually, what was it, a 50-meter... I guess 50 meters square by one millimeter thin uh, space sail. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the dimensions are right and the mass is right. Um, and that would explain, still explain the, the variable uh, magnitude as they were observing it. I think it, it changed magnitudes about every seven to eight hours. Um, but yeah. There's a couple problems with their paper. Um, well, a couple of qu- a couple of questions that aren't answered, and a couple of of leaps that they kind of took. So, a fifty milli- or fifty meter sail, even for a solar feet. sail, it's not very big. Yeah, it's 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 not big for a solar sail. Now they kind of waved it away as well. Maybe it will. It used to be part of a solar sail, and now it's just kind of uh, some. Uh, Stuff that was jettisoned, yeah, it's, it's basically space trash. And well, you know, Neil deGrasse said that it's, uh, you know, until it stops and changes directions. Yeah, I was going to say it could be anything. Yeah, and it's all well, conjecture. Yeah, true, but because <laughs> you don't know what's is, out there affecting it. Oh, you're right. You're right. But yeah. it was also only going at about, and we were discussing, you know, interstellar speeds earlier. It's also only yeah. going about 25 kilometers per second, which is still pretty fast, but it's not like interstellar speeds fast if you wanted if you wanted a ship to That's be not traveling between planetary fast. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how fast we send our satellites out. I think that's I think it's pretty close, but um, I would have to. Yeah, I would but have not to what you'd want numbers. to put somebody on with with like people. 88 miles per hour. No, no, it's it's, it's far <laughs> 88. It's far too slow for for like any manned craft. Sure. Well, that's because it's alien, duh. Oh, you're oh, right. Right, right. What am I thinking? <laughs> and we're also assuming that it's somebody our size. What if they're microscopic? That could be a battle cruiser. <laughs> that could That could, that could be, be an entire right. civil Dude, that could right. be an entire civilization. It you're could right. be a ship for ants. It could be a generational ship. <laughs> All right, so I've gotten Back to the Future and Zoolander into this podcast. We're doing God great. help us, the amoebas have arrived. Jeez. Hey, hey, we could all die from space flu. You don't right. know. <laughs> Here come the shit weasels. Flu Stephen from King, space. Gets... Right. It's a Walmart set. But it's an interesting read. Um, yeah. Phil Plate has a pretty good explainer out about it. He's not buying the whole alien spacecraft thing, but he said it's a it's a good paper. They they did um, 
They did the math. They did their math. Um, they made a few leaps of logic, but other than that, uh, it's it's an interesting read. So um, we'll put a link up. So to they that got as well. the bonus points on their average. <laughs> right. Right. Got it. All right. That's all I've got this week. Uh, you guys ready to do some pod crawling? Yes, oh, please. Yeah. I like the crawling. Let's do this. Let's do it. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Snow White sends the seven dwarfs down to the Viper Mines to launch the cap for the day. <laughs> Blue Squadron leader and head dwarf Smokey, also known as Starbuck, takes his group to check out another overgrown asteroid with an atmosphere, also known as a planet. Surprise, this planet has a pump-action laser cannon and takes out a Viper before Starbuck calls the retreat. Seeing a shiny object, the dumbest dwarf of the group and his wingman go down to investigate as one of them gets gunned down and the other crashes on the surface. Back on the Galactica, Adama wonders what it would be like if he combined guns of the Navarone with the Dirty Dozen, so he brings together several of his high-ranking officers and some prisoners who have special skills they will never use to head down to the surface and take out the cannon. After dodging a few Cylon Raiders with the help of their single fighter escort, Starbuck manages to crash into the surface without killing anyone and the troop head out in their trusty snow ramp with the stowaway Boxy on board. Shenanigans ensue with one of the prisoners and the snow ram is disabled so everyone huddles up for a cold winter's night and prepares to freeze to death. However, Boxy's robot dog taking after its master runs away and finds bearded Tarzan who rescues the elite commando squad and takes them to his underground lair. They discover that bearded Tarzan and his 90210 lady friend are clones created by Dr. Jin Farts Ravishal. The Cylons let Dr. Jin Farts do his mad scientist routine while they use his clones as slave labor. The clones also get in a little sexy time on the down low and almost have enough mini clones for the cast of Amityville Horror. The team regroups, hatches a plan to destroy the cooling pump on the pump action laser cannon and Starbuck hatches a plan to save the crashed pilot because he found a conscience somewhere in his footlocker. Meanwhile, Baltar is playing with the Galactica like a cat with a laser pointer and hurting the Galactica closer to the planet. With the help of Tarzan and Lita, Apollo and his zany band of misfits blow the top off of Laser Mountain, Baltar vows his revenge against Adama like the dumbed-down bad guy he's being written into and rolls Starbuck missing out on sexy times with a blonde trio credits. <laughs> nice. Okay, first off, I gotta say, there are two people that scared the hell out of me as a kid. Yeah? When I was a child, two people. One was Wicked Witch of the West. Okay. Even as an adult... I get a little tremor still down my back when I see her. They did really and good makeup on her. I agree. It Well, unfortunately, they didn't do that much. <laughs> that was one of the things that she was really sad about. They, they, they added to her nose and her chin, and they made her green. That's about it. And a wig. That's it. The rest of it was her. Um, she was known as the Maxwell Coffee lady for many, many years, and she spent a good substantial amount of her fortune contacting children that she scared to death, letting them know that she was a sweet person. No way, the, really? Yeah, yeah. The other the other person that always freaked me out as a kid was Richard Lynch. He played Wolf. Oh, yes. With the Abraham Lincoln beard before he trimmed it up. That guy has always, I think this was the first time I ever saw him in anything was on this episode when I was a child. 
Yeah, I can definitely and, see you being freaked out by him. Oh gosh! And every any time he always played bad guys. Unfortunately, yep. he he left us June nineteenth, two thousand twelve. I'm looking on IMDb right now. But um, yeah, he was uh, always played a real good heavy, a good scary guy. I, I can't recall any time he ever played a good guy in uh, film. But um, <clears throat> yeah, this this oh boy, that was terrifying. He was a bad bad guy. And I would like to think he was a pretty nice fellow. Most of the people I've run across, uh, done some research on them and stuff, that play the bad guys on TV are usually some of the nicest people. But that's what I like to think because he's more than likely the ghost of him is under my bed tonight. He's going to just scare the living hell out of me with that beard. (laughs) Yeah, so I've I've seen him in several things, and and he's one of those – kind of supporting actors that you see him in a lot, but you never can remember what all he's been in. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he always plays a bad guy. He always plays, you know, this really scary dude. And, and a lot of it is his, his features. He's, he's just got a very menacing feature in his face. I, I it's kind of hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah. He should have, he should have pulled a, uh, uh, a Danny K to get out of that. I don't know how he could have done it, but Danny Kay had the same problem when he first started acting because he's naturally uh black headed. Right, right. And yeah. If you picture Danny Kay with jet black hair and jet black eyebrows, that is a scary looking guy. And then, you know, he tried to go blonde, turned out red because he did a home a home bleach job with some peroxide and uh been a redhead ever since till he passed. Yeah. But I don't know what you could do to Richard Lynch to make him look more amiable. <laughs> I don't know, maybe give him some fangs and a forked tongue. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's it's a credit to the actors and and, and somewhat to the director of some of these shows that or some of the episodes that we've watched recently mm-hmm. that they're as good as they are because the writing is really sliding. So bad. I mean, it's, <laughs> but the actors it's not are getting, good. It's not getting any better. Um, oh no, it's, it's not going worse. to. Oh yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. Living Legend parts one and two, I like pretty well. Well, if, if when we get there, we will. It's a little predictable, but it's okay. I mean, seriously, this is literally the Dirty Dozen and Guns of the Navarone mushed up in a ball and put on an ice planet. What is this Navarone with guns of which you speak? It's an old war I'm movie. Certain, I'm certain this is an original production. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An original idea. Yeah, yeah sure absolutely. It's not the other way around? Mm, yeah, because the other came, came out before. What I want to know is how the hell do they let a little kid get onto a flight deck on a military vessel. Oh, here we go. Well, they do it the same I way mean. that they have, you know, two of your your fighters to di- oh, disobey direct orders and go chasing after a fucking shiny object on a planet. No, 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 no. No. It was a flare, a brilliant bead of light like an eclipse. Yeah. I shit you hey, not. This, that sort that of is thing what it happens is. all the time in the Navy. When is Fighter an eclipse pilots, a once brilliant they get up bead there, of light? When when does this happen in the net? Please illuminate. Yes, yes, yes. Every just watch Top Gun. <laughs> okay, because that's right. 
Yeah, I forgot right. about that documentary. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, come on. Hey, speaking of documentary, you know they stopped production of Top Gun so that uh, Tom Cruise could learn how to fly a fighter jet. What? Yeah, seriously. No, you're lying. Yep. What's no, he I gonna fly? Hey, research on the fly. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Uh, let's see. I read what, this what is earlier. He gonna, what is he gonna learn how to fly? Tom Cruise. Top Gun to Jet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, like in and top, out, Widow. What do you mean? Your Google foo sucks, man. Uh, no, no, no. I got it right here. Top Gun 2 halts production so no, Tom like Cruise like a can learn to fly child. jets. He's got to fly a jet. Oh, my God. So, uh, Tom Cruise has reportedly put the filming of Top Gun 2 on hold so that he can learn to fly a fighter jet because uh, he wants to do his own stunts. Um, tell me it's going to be and, a B model with a pilot in there with him. No. Uh, apparently, Tom Cruise is, Cruise is insisting on learning how to fly so that uh, it will look more realistic. There's no fucking way the DOD is going to let him fly it. Or fly a fighter jet by himself. Maybe it's not a fighter oh, wait, jet. Wait, wait, Maybe wait. it's a person. Here we go. Okay, here. The source explains. He won't film all the flight sequences. It's too dangerous. But he will fly some, making him the first actor in cinema history to do so. The producers would prefer not to put their leading man, not to mention their whole film, at risk. They also wouldn't choose to have their long-awaited sequel delayed nearly a year. But despite the huge insurance costs, they're willing to do this to make sure Tom is happy because of Scientology. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, it doesn't what? say. All I heard is Cyan, and then you faded out with that twangy noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what twangy noise are you talking about? You know, the. It may just be on my end. <laughs> oh, it might be through Discord or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Tom, yeah, so, yeah, apparently it's happening. He knows how to fly planes already. Well, Dirk Benedict did the same thing in Battlestar. He wouldn't do anything until they let him actually fly a Viper. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's well known. Oh, shit. All right, well, that's been your science fiction for the day, talking about Scientology. (laughs) Well, you know. Yeah, so getting if back... If you can go on tangents, I can go on tangents. Thank you very much. Uh, getting back... Um, yeah, so the writing is not getting any better. Um, I, I really hope that Living Legend kind of writes the ship. I mean, the writing was never just phenomenal to begin with, but I'm pretty sure they've got a hamster with a crayon writing at this point. Well, that, and they also have uh, apparently a very crack military genius that is uh, um, giving them tips on proper military procedure because everybody knows that you activate your laser turrets after the raiders are right on top of you yeah because that's the safe thing to do oh okay you're back to the show i thought you were talking about tom cruise still (laughs) (laughs) might as well be in fact i thought i saw tom cruise uh scaling the uh the cliffs today um, in the movie or in the show. <laughs> okay. He was one if of the we mentioned Tom Cruise about one more fucking time, this podcast is over. 
<laughs> oh, tempt me, why don't you? Anyways, so <laughs> the uh, I, I don't know. It maybe it's it maybe it's mid season blues or something. They're they're kind of in the middle of the season. Um, maybe they're just tired and because the, the the effects the effects don't seem to be as tight as they have been in previous episodes either. I mean, when they blew up, um, when they were on the ground on the snow ram, which is just a snow cat, um, and they were using that turret on top of the snow ram, and they shot down that Cylon raider, they cut to the explosion scene of the base star from the first episode or from the first three-part episode. It wasn't even the same fucking planet. It wasn't even the same color palette. Hey, times were tough back in the 70s. I know, but they've, they've, they've got overlays of explosions and other stuff. They couldn't, you know, just show a, a snowy mountain and then do an explosion overlay on that. What say you, Red? You're awfully fucking quiet. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just, you know, looking at some of my Battlestar Galactica collectible miniatures. It was great. What did he you think of the that. episode, Red? It was awesome. You liked it? Wouldn't change a thing. It was awesome. Wouldn't change a thing. I liked mean it. to tell you, it the snow. Like- I actually had to put on. You know, you got me a hat, a winter hat. Leather with the rabbit fur in it. Uh-huh. Got that for me, and I put that on. I was getting chilled. You were getting chilled. From, okay. Okay. Yeah, I put that on because I was chilled. I was catching a chill. It was just so cold. It was so, oh, man, it was really and truly. You, you were like, and, it was like you were on then, that mountain with them. I was there. I was there, and, and you know, the fleet was getting close, and the gun started shooting, and it was such an awesome gun that the laser light actually detonated. I know. Yeah. It was like flak laser. It was. It was. I'm thinking it's some kind of plasma. Uh-huh. You know, well, maybe maybe guided with like tractor beams or something. Uh-huh. And then as soon as it got where they wanted it, they turned the tractor beams out, little micro tractor beams off. Uh-huh. And then all that energy goes out in multiple directions. And it was like... You could even hear it was so powerful you could hear it in space. I know, cause well, it was like making people shake. It was on shaking the ship. the ship one time and it was then shaking not shaking the it the next time. So man, I'm telling you, this was amazing. It was. I even liked how it the was laser awesome. was able to like curve around the planet. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Well, you know it's cold down there on that planet, though, when you even got the Cylons wearing uh, gloves. <laughs> this is true. Mitts. This is true. But the thing is, though, the thing is, though, this is what you got to think about, man. This show is like, it's not just, it's not just science fiction. It's science fact. No, no. It's like history, man. Oh, <laughs> History. Have you not noticed yet that they got like Egyptian style helmets? I did. Mm-hmm. I did notice that. <laughs> and I like and how that. I'm thinking you could oh, change no. the name from Galactica to Anunnaki because it's both got the letter A in it. 
<laughs> and I'm thinking that maybe we were like seated on earth because maybe we really are the 13th colony. Yes. So all this I really think. happened? This is like a documentary. And it'll again. This, this could be like combat footage. Oh, man. I didn't even think about it I'm like that. I'm not saying it is, but it might be. It might be. All right. So no more mushrooms on Red's Pizza. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no. The- get a 29-foot sideline Raiders. Watching all my shows with a napkin dispenser. <laughs> the number of like Deus Ex Machinas that happened in this show. So they're all they 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 crash onto the onto the asteroid planet. Why are all their fucking asteroids planets in this show? They're big. I know. They're like planet is, is, is that like their asteroid. name? Asteroid. Planetoid. Is that like their name for planet in this show? I it's, guess. It's a, it's asteroid? a toid. It's a toy. Well, you also notice that it, uh, you, you know, uh, when they do the scan of the planet later, you know, they had to have the lady read what was on the screen while the guys looked over her shoulder. Hey, hey, sure. hey, hey, yeah. hey. And after hey, all that, they said, hey. oh. It's We've hostile. been through it's this. Sigourney spot. Weaver explained this. Okay. It was okay. in spot a bit. What? No. No. No, no, no. Yeah, something like that. What was what? that movie? What was that movie with Tim Allen? Oh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. She's got one job on that ship. Yeah. To repeat what the computer says. <laughs> That's true. And damn it, she's going to do her job. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, know, you guys haven't done that one yet. Uh, no, I haven't even seen that one. <laughs> oh, that's it. You're going to laugh your ass You've off. You've never seen Galaxy I've never Quest? Seen oh, Galaxy he's going to laugh Oh, my fucking off. God. That movie is a riot. I'm, that movie is beautiful. I'm not a huge Tim Allen fan. Um, you will be. <laughs> hey, really tell you good. what. Can, can can I make a special request, and the next time I do that, we take a hiatus from Battlestar and just go ahead and watch Galaxy Quest? No. <laughs> Come on! That's not how this works, Rob. Ugh. No, I'm not a I huge Tim Allen it. fan. I'm not a really a huge Rick... Uh, uh, oh, shit. What is... Shit, what is his name? It just floated out of my head. The name you're looking for is Snape. Yeah, he played Snape. Uh, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, Fuck you can you do guys. It. Just tell you me. Sheriff Nottingham. You've got this. Come Sheriff on. Nottingham and You've Robin got Hood. this. Yeah, he played him too. Come on. Oh, Dig your eyes out with a spoon. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's not. Here, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Don't give him any hints. Let me, let me, let no, me do one. Let me do one. It's not Tom Cruise. Oh, shit. It's not Tom Cruise. That's true. That's true. <laughs> And I tell you what, Alan I Rickman, you, what, you fucked hard. There it is. I was about to, I was about to say. Now, now, just imagine yourself in a really big Nakajima Tower with no shoes. Yes, oh. Hans Gruber. Alan Rickman, you nitties. <laughs> Fuck both of you. <laughs> it's always nice when he gets lost for words. Ah, it happens oh. so infrequently. I know. You got to savor the moments. Anyway, uh, so no, I've never, I've, I've never been a huge fan of Alan Rickman. He's had some decent roles. I mean, 
he was okay. As I happen to be even. a big fan of Alan Rickman. I think he's a great, or was an, an amazing actor. I thought yeah. he was great. So, so I just, neener, neener. I mean, Galaxy Quest never really interested me all that. Tony Shalhoub, no. Nah. Tony Shalhoub is awesome. <laughs> yeah. He is awesome. They ought to, they, they should have gave, they should have made his name 420 in that movie. I mean, really, the, the only character, <laughs> yeah. the only actor that I like or really enjoy their movies in that movie was uh, Sigourney Weaver. And what was the name of the guy um, that had no name? He was crewman something or other <laughs> yeah, in, the, in the show. Yeah. <laughs> he was an extra. All right. Well, this has been our Galaxy Quest episode. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Galaxy Quest. We got to make it. Oh, we got to do it. <laughs> Anyway, we haven't even gotten into the to the to the clone. I know because we don't oh, want to yeah. talk about this clones. fucking episode. Let's get back to the clones. So the clones, the there are clones. There are clones. Uh, you and know, so the dude with the 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 grizzly Adams looking motherfucker, he was actually yeah, he was cut. God, he was ripped. Did you see that shit? Yeah, Tarzan. That in is like the natural late beauty. Fifties. That that man just woo. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him with Republican Space Rangers I mean, right there, baby. You would never, you would never know it from the jumpsuit he was in. But then they had him, you know, with his shirt off, and I understand why. Um, yeah, you never saw Richard Hatch pull one of those topless. Yeah, jobs. no shit. And he Actually, seems I to be pretty trim, do, but they, man, that's this dude. Wow. Yeah. That's that's. I, I hope I, if I ever if I well, I, it's kind of too late for me now. But if I ever did have a daughter. And I looked like him. I would. I would be dressed just like that on the front porch when some turd boy showed up to date my little girl, cleaning my pump action laser gun. So, is it because he looks like a snaggletooth mountain man, or because he's cut and ripped? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come here, boy. So uh, I liked I liked how they actually found a set of triplets. No, I think that Those was the same triplets. actress. Those weren't triplets. They just no, shot no. her in three different shots. No, no, that was a set of triplets. Y- yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, they the their CGI was not that good. They couldn't have done that. I am totally convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Need some napkins. Oh shit. That was. Uh, oh shit! Should I do the math on that? Yes. I can Get math. Your out. I can math. Two plus two is fish. So Doctor Ravishall was uh, a really one-dimensional fucking character. Well, yeah. Uh, basically, some gin-soaked mad scientist <laughs> who uh, could have been. Where do you he, get gin? Dude, he looked like he was just fucking loaded. No. He looked and acted like he was loaded. No. He, he never consumed anything. Like he didn't consume anything, but he sure acted like he had. He was all no. bleary eyed. He was aged. Oh, is that it? He was doing his aged, palsied scientist. Yeah, I guess I guess that's my uncle's excuse, too. I'm, he was just aged. Aged. It's just aged. Well, is so your when, uncle made when, a big laser gun? <laughs> so when you're aged, do you also smell like gin? 
I don't know what version of this show you're watching, but I ain't got smell a screen. <laughs> and I smell nothing. <laughs> These are some spurious accusations you're making. Yeah. And it sounds a whole lot like slander to me. Anyways, Dr. Ravishal could have been a fucking spokesman for the NRA with his, hey, I just built the weapon. I don't, I can't control how people use it. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. It was just a, it was just a communications device. It's all it's for. That's it. Just That's to communicate, all. just to reach that out and it. touch somebody. They, they, they should have, they should have carved AT&T on the side of it. Hey, and you can use there microwave goes. transmitters for communication devices, or you can use them to turn people into Jiffy Pop. Yep, and there goes our AT&T endorsement. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I, want, um, I think you disturbed Rob. You just what? made his brain lock. I know. No, no. I was just going to ask, I mean, what kind of budget do they have for this thing? 37 cents. It must have been because in adjusted dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their their cave walls were tarps. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like tarps. I said, this I think has I think this. Oh my has god! I'm, blues. I'm still on the page for Richard Lynch at IMDb. Uh huh. And I just happened to notice on the on the on the side, it's got this user list thing down at the bottom, and the and it's and it shows related lists from IMDb users, great villain actors. The picture is Rickman. Is it? Yeah. I mean, he, he was a great villain. Oh, that's just such a neat winky dink Loving it. I just... But anyway, so the clones are there. And the clones don't want to let, let them blow up that, that big uh, AT&T tower. Some of them. Well, I mean, and they no, they had a they had a valid reason. I mean, they were they like, okay, so reason. we're getting rid of the Cylons now, but they're going to be back, and we're not going right. to have any way to repel them if you get rid of our yeah. big cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so for some reason, Grizzly Adams doesn't want to anyway. have his big cannon blown up. Well, not in the way they were going to blow it. That, is, that, <laughs> was that, that was a sex joke. That 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 was <laughs> that was an innuendo. Innuendo. It was called double entendre. You were you were implying inappropriateness. So not one ship in the colony is lost. Amazingly, because, well, and the reason why is because they were shooting randomly. What the fuck was that about? I mean, they have a targeting computer. Oh, they weren't in range yet. Bullshit. Nope, not in range yet. Bullshit. When they took out that Viper, that Viper was in the middle of their little range finder. Mm, The range is fluid. They can adjust the range. Bigger ship, so you have to wait till they get closer so you can hit it better. Oh. That's right. Yes. Wow. That's right. You guys should write for the original Battlestar Galactica. Your it logic is about to easier. If they ask me, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I loved uh I loved that sociopath's disguise when he was trying to uh escape those that cave system. 
He wanted to <laughs> he wanted to look like one of the Tarzans, but he had like put no on beard. a hat. Yeah, just put on a hat. Nobody yeah, a real else. sociopath would well, have just removed one of their beards, skin and all. Yeah, right. Worked for Starbucks. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, Starbuck, I'm sorry. It's because he looked like a girl. Yeah, right. He wasn't. Oh. He wasn't trying to be a Tarzan. <laughs> no, no. No, I mean, so and what was with the self sacrifice thing? I that just totally was out of character as well. I mean, no, it's like they. No, he just didn't want to be tortured by them, so he just figured he'd go and take as many of them with him as he could. Really? Because he was... Selfish he was like... <laughs> no, it wasn't, because before that, he was trying to feed them misinformation. Well, there is that, too. He's trying to get away. He's wanting to throw them off. Hey, what's over there? And then run the other way, you know. Yeah, but if you were a true sociopath like Baltar... He would have sided with them. He would have helped them to make his he case strong. He would, but he can't because he doesn't have that spread chair. Yeah, that's true. And we did give get to, him the spread uh, chair. Why was Baltar them. limping? Oh, because he got crushed a few episodes yeah. back. Yeah. Duh. And we were meant to believe that he died, yet somehow miraculously came back. We never well, see the Cylons go and pick him up. Well, we did see the Cylons shoot Apollo's wife in the back, so we knew yeah, that they were, they were there. They were on the ground. Well, yeah, they were there, but, I mean, you would think that uh, Lord Conehead My would have taken Lord that opportunity take that opportunity to take over. Lucifer. You're speaking ill of Lucifer. <laughs> He's the same series as the new leader of the Cylons. Right, Lord Helmet's dad. So... They were on there from the same shelf. All right, so they blow up the gun. They blow up the gun, yeah, everybody lives happily ever after. Woohoo! Do you think they put those people back in prison? Yeah. Well, there was only one left. Yeah. There was only one left. One, yeah. The first one blew himself up. Wolf ran away, probably froze to death. Uh, that dude's the girl wife. Was sacrificed. Yeah, yeah, she got shot after she saved her husband. So he was the yeah. only one left. Well, I'm just wondering. They put them out, and and also they got discovered by the clones. They said the cl the clones said they were in a hunting party. What the hell are they hunting? I, that's mm. yeah. I had that wabbits. question too. What? It's obviously got fur. They were hunting wabbits. <laughs> yeah, but what are they gonna? What what animal are they gonna eat? I'm wondering about the food chain on that planet. Yeah, I know. Because there's no. They, oh, pardon me, planetoid. Well, it's they were eating plot holes. Toids. Because there's they're a lot of them. No, it, they called it an asteroid. So I'm not sure what in the fuck they think an asteroid is. I don't I don't know if the writers know what a fucking asteroid is. But yeah, I mean it's, there's there's no Well, you plant get them when you when you push too hard going boom boom, you you can get asteroids. Oh no, those Sometimes are, after having a baby you can get asteroids. That's a different roid. Is that a different roid? That's a different roid. <laughs> They can get big. <laughs> I, I hear they get <laughs> big enough for their own. Roids. Maybe big enough for clones. Maybe. Oh, hey, wait, wait. What if it's the, from the solar sail people we were talking Ooh. about earlier? Oh, Could so be. it all comes uh, full circle. No, no, oh, no. Okay, no. I hate it when he teases me like that. No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's rude. 
Any other nuggets of wisdom there, Jason? Uh, well, again, if you push too hard with the nugget, you uh, get a roid. You get roids. You get roids. <laughs> Preparation H is so Oh, I love how sense. when they took out the cannon, they went back to normal operations because, you know, they were at battle stations. Instantaneously. Instantaneously with a bunch of base stars that were up their ass. No, 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 no. They were no, fine No, they were now. hanging back. They were hanging back. The base stars they were, were chasing them. And apparently... Yeah. Colonials are so cool that the slowest ship in the fleet is faster than a base star at flank speed. Yep. That's how awesome I know. The Colonials are. Why are they afraid of the Cylons at this point? I mean, they kill their fucking raiders at like a 10 to 1 ratio. They can outrun their base ships. Yeah. The, the Cylons are a bumbling bunch of ninnies. It's, They're made by Apple. There goes our Apple Ooh, sponsorship. There goes that. Again. Because we're... Because we're hunting for the PC endorsement. (laughs) We're going to get that PC endorsement. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're just, I I don't, I'm not sure what kind of threat the Cylons are at this point. I'm surprised that the Cylons were able to do the sneak attack that they did during the peace accords that started this entire series in the first place. I'm thinking it's because the Cylons have. Some kind of, of like technology. Like, well, they are technology. Yeah. So they would have technology. I mean, it's kind of intrinsic. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got technology. <laughs> so what's the theme to Battlestar again? Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Yeah. All right. You just sit there and do that. And we'll, we'll talk about this some more. Can we just mute him? <laughs> That'd make it easier. All right, so uh, I think we got some awards to hand out. Maybe. Oh, I got some. All right, Rob, who's got your who's got your black lung award? Oh, well, I actually had. Shut up! I actually um, I had two. Uh, my first one that I really, you know, the easy one is Thane because he blew himself up and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, but my first one and the one that I really want to go with is uh, Red Shirt Cadet number one and number two uh, because they were casualties of a flare, a brilliant beam <coughs> of light like an eclipse. <laughs> I know. Like an a eclipse. Fl- like an eclipse. <laughs> like. A- mm. I kid you not. I rewound it three times because I couldn't believe what I heard. Like an eclipse. Like an eclipse, yeah. And I wanted to make sure I got the quote correct. And I did. A flare, a brilliant bead of light, like an eclipse. So the writers obviously have no kind of science or astrophysical knowledge whatsoever or a dictionary. The sky is purple. All right. So, Red, who's got your Black Lung Award? No awards this episode. It was great. No awards? Everything was fine. Everything was wonderful. I got no mess-ups. None. It was fine. It'll be okay, little buddy. It'll be okay. What are yours? It's, it's hard Jason. going back and seeing your childhood shows, your your childhood heroes apart. as adults. 
<laughs> so I was all pre- prepared to give my Black Lung Award yet again to Starbuck this episode. He never the motherfucker smoked. didn't pull out a never, cigar. Never. I was waiting for it and never did. I was too. So now I'm kind of without a goddamn Black Lung Award. Uh, tell you what, you can have Thane. Okay, I'll take that. There you go. You can have that since I found two. Yeah. Thank that you. Was a stretch. You, you say yeah, you appreciate welcome. that. The Black Lung Award goes to the mountain. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> what are you thinking? Well, I'm well, glad you. I'm glad you came up with a Black Lung Award. Well, it's just obvious, you know. I mean, what do you think? Oh, mountain blew up on an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Red, who's got your? Uh, Head Lush Award. The Head Lush Award, I honestly had a very difficult time trying to come up with a Lush Award. So I will go by default and place it upon whoever should have been watching that shuttle and let Boxy on. Yeah, because they would have had to have been drunk in order to do that. That's that's kind of by, by a, you know, a little bit of a logic there. Yep. But, uh, yeah, because I didn't see any smoking or drinking, to be totally honest. Well. But my player award goes to Starbucks. He well, we're not there yet. Planet with three of those clones. He was even smooching on them. That's I like how, how he. Get, that's how you get the cooties. I like how you just pass right over everybody else. Well. Freaking jerk. I actually admire and think the show's rather fun. I am not damaging it. <laughs> All right, Widow, so, who's got your headless award? So uh, there was no outright drinking, um, not like the episode prior when they found an entire planet full of ambrosia. Um, <laughs> yeah, who didn't get that award? You mean you actually <laughs> watched that episode? You didn't need Heck to? Yeah, I've, I've watched it all, even though I haven't. Because he's a fan. Uh-huh. Yes. No. We're going to go to a BSG con. fan. So go to a con. I went with the um, Commander Cylon, and the reason being is because the first time I saw him, I swear he was some fat chubby dude that had a beer gut. <laughs> the The more golden okay. looking, well, the more golden looking guy, he looked like he was pounding those beers back, or you know whatever Cylons drink, you know, because <laughs> he was. He was a bit chubbier than the other models. 10W40. Yeah, something like that. 30 weight. You mean WD40? No, 10W40. Motor oil. Oh, you're making it like oil. Mm. Nice. You got to let it stick to the ribs. It's got that extra carbs. (laughs) All right, well, since uh, Red jumped ahead, who's also got your player award? Uh, player, I went with, you know, the obvious one is Starbuck giving a kiss to the triplets. Um, but I actually went with the clones because they made some babies and got it on despite being apparently infertile. They they went outside their programming, kind of a Jurassic Park thing going on. And all of them are like silver haired Amityville horror children too. No, 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 no. See, that's not what I got out of it. I equated it to the master race. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Yep. Yep. Uh, another well, Rorschach I mean, test. I mean, the actress that played Nazis the female clone, penises. 
is Sweden. From Sweden. She's, you know. Your player is, is Lita. Or not Lita. Tina. 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 T- Tina. Tina. Whatever. You know, the clones. The clones. All right. They were, ma- they were getting it on. So my uh, Head Lush Award, of course, is going to be uh, Jen Farts Ravishol. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty obvious one. And then uh, my Player Award is going to go like red to Starbuck because that dude just really wants a multi-partner like sex thing. He's he's just searching for that. He's been trying and for the last is, couple episodes. Yeah, this is the second or third episode we've seen him just crash and burn on that. Mm-hmm. This close. Um, this close. My Purple Hippo Award. Yeah, I'm not sure who I'm giving that to. Well, I got mine ready. My Purple Hippo Award might go to that dude who smashed his head into the crate whenever... Starbuck uh, landed them on the asteroid planet. You know he was probably seeing stars at that point. Mm. All right, who's got yours, Red? Rob. (laughs) What the hell? Rob's got the Purple Hippo Award. He's seeing pot-bellied fat men drinking beer, and he thinks Britt Eklund is one of three in a triplet. (laughs) In real life, so yeah, I'm I don't not. know. It's, she's not a triplet. Eh, tomato, tomato. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, no. So it goes to Rob because I don't know what he was watching when he rewound a streaming video. But um, <clears throat> I hit the back button and it goes back ten seconds. That's not rewinding. Like, oh, shut up, you Beta Max. <laughs> hey, man, Beta is awesome. You got the purple hippo on this one. Hey. All right, Rob, who's got your purple hippo? So I went with uh, Cree. Um, specifically, uh, Cree, when he was getting his neural scan, because when they got, to, for one, oh, yeah. he, let it, he, he let it happen, so you knew something was up. Yeah. And then two, he looked half-baked, both literally and mentally, when he got done with that neural scan. Yeah, he was taking I mean, a nice little nap while everybody God. else was trying to rescue him. He was just standing there, yeah. you know, snoozing. Yeah, yeah. he's like, no, man. <laughs> schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> Super Troopers. Yes. Got four in there today. <laughs> oh, all right. So, our next episodes. Uh, the next two episodes in the series are the Magnificent Warriors, uh, uh, which sounds like a lot like uh, seven? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they find another Western planet. Uh, is there uh, is there a little deliverance going on here? We got some no. banjos in the background. No, no, um, it's more gun smoke. <laughs> and then the Young Lords is that after that. So that's the Young Guns. Yeah. So we got the Magnificent uh, it's, it's Seven more, and the Young Guns. The, the Young Lords is is more more like baby cousin to Thor. Baby cousin to Thor? Yeah, you'll like their outfits. Crash, okay, so it says, Crash landing on the planet of Attila, Starbuck befriends a group of young siblings trying to free their castle, their planet, and their father from yeah, the Cylons. Yeah. 
That's going to be great. So my description shows Starbuck crashes on the planet Trillion, where the Cylons have destroyed all the humans except Look, for a band of children who have become yeah. warriors to save their enslaved fathers. So it sounds you, like Lord of the Flies on Battlestar and they dress Galactica. Like, and they dress like Thor. You can you can look at IMDb all you want. I'm looking at Wikipedia, and Wikipedia is never wrong. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's right. Wikipedia, holder of all knowledge. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think they used it on that paper about the solar sail. and then the magnificent warriors magnificent seven in space well no that that was planet or battle beyond the stars um oh my god i can i can definitely tell you who's going to get the player award in that episode starbuck no 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 (laughs) Let's just say there's some uh, elderly love. Oh, oh God! Dama getting his play on. There's 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 some elderly action. We get to see old. So we get my to question, see old man balls. Oh my God! No, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see. Old I can hardly. Balls. I can hardly wait. Be all white and wrinkly. Mm, no. Okay, so I, I must my be question. Backdoor Galactica. My question is. Are these two episodes worth watching? Are they going to be like, you know, The Lost Warrior and The Lost Patrol that are yes. basically just filler episodes that are... Yes. Yes. And they're worth watching? No. Okay. Not not, not according to you. <laughs> Why don't you just watch them and then just move on to Living Legend? Well, that's my question is, do we basically just uh, do a brief synopsis of those episodes? Kind of... Uh, Oh, wait, I already got it. Ready? Okay, so Magnificent Warriors. Um, the Cylons no, no, are no, stop, attacking. Stop, 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 no, stop, no, no, stop. I no, got no, this. No, 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 stop. No, I got this. Let's, let's it's discuss. Good. Let's discuss. No, 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 We're no, not going to no, do no. it in this episode anyway. <laughs> Let me synopse it for stop. you. The, the Cylons <laughs> attack, and then they do something to fuck up, and the Colonials get away. <laughs> roll credits. Roll credits. I mean, shit, that's what they all are. So, do we want to skip these and go straight into the living legend? I don't care. I'm not here. I'm fine so. with it. I'm fine with that. You're good with that? I'm good with that. All right. They're all awesome. So, if you keep skipping, we can get to uh, Galaxy Quest sooner, Red. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, if we keep skipping, we get to Galactica 1980. Oh. oh. Wait, wait, is that part of this series or are you? No, that's that's a a separate separate? series. It would have to be randomly drawn, just like this series was. And I don't know, something may happen and it may get deleted off the list. But um, (laughs) my hard drive blasphemy! I swear, I accidentally deleted the file. I got a virus. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so next week we will be discussing Battlestar Galactica, the original, season one, episodes 12 and 13, called The Living Legend, parts one and two. So the first part, while on patrol, Apollo and Starbuck encounter the supposedly lost Battlestar Pegasus, commanded by the living legend Commander Kane. They get owned. And the second part is the brash commander Kane insists the Galactica join in on a frontal attack on the Cylons, an attack that Adama believes would be a suicide mission. So yeah. this is uh, this is supposedly one of the 
the or yeah, basically it's a two-parter episode, one of the best episodes in the series. So that's what we'll be discussing next week. I just watched the whole thing in my head. <laughs> I'm uh, looking forward to it. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podchaser, and Blueberry. It helps people find the show. You can leave us feedback at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com, on Twitter at status underscore podcast, or email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. I'm Jason. I'm Brett Eckling. Uh, what the hell? <laughs> you don't know me. You don't know what happens over here after we get offline. You have no idea. You don't know me. Oh, God. And I'm Rob. Uh, thanks, Rob, for joining. We'll talk to you next week. It's been a Bye. pleasure, baby.